Long past the hour for quitting labour, amid the smoke-filled haze of the south gate, the after-lodge crew continues to linger in the rubbish of the temple, under the watchful eyes of right-worshipful Grand Censor Bob. Not recognised nor endorsed by any grand or subordinate lodge of regular masons, irregular masons, co-masons, Canadian masons, or internet wannabe masons, they banter on as always. Puffing cigars, drinking stale coffee, making terrible jokes, studying agency law, spreading the intemperance and excesses of digital masonry, and generally disappointing all seven of their podcast subscribers. Do yourself a favor and stop listening now. Only trolls and masochists dare to eavesdrop upon this after lodge banter. Well, oh my I, god. I hit the button. I hit the button. Oh my god. That microphone isn't my in. It must be your in. Welcome to episode 289 of the After Lodge podcast. Oh, this is After Lodge Harlan. Join with the rest of the crew where we are patiently waiting on Chuck to finish taking a piss. <laughs> Somebody sure that I actually hit the button on my phone. I apologize, gents. Um, <laughs> there, Captain Spritz. Well, so at least it's this is funnier than Tony, who does it on purpose. Um, <laughs> yeah, I thought my ceiling was leaking. I didn't know what that was. <laughs> like, we're like, some storms tonight out in John's area, but for some of our newer friends, uh, that very unfamiliar voice you hear in the background is Papa Bruce. Man, back, they don't Bruce. know me, but too new. What's up, y'all? <laughs> He's been in the uh, the throes of child rearing for. I've been in the baby ward. Yeah, for a while, and that's. But it's good times, right? You got. Uh, yeah, I mean, so oh. far, I, I've I've been off work this entire time, so the lack of sleep doesn't really matter because. Time doesn't mean anything. I just sleep whenever. Yeah. Sleep when baby sleeps. So yeah, yeah, you know, you're you're on here schedule now. Here in a couple weeks, when I go back to work, that's that's when it's gonna suck. It's just it's the only time in your life when you get shit on and smile about it. So he's so daggone cute. I can't get mad at yeah. him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Although I have thus far managed to avoid um, fecal matter of of any kind. No, don't say that out loud. Lucky. Yeah. You, 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 you just knocked out wood, did you? I hope. <laughs> the rest of the crew is here. Uh, Frere Jean is uh, it's down in, in the bottom right hand. Oh, well, I just realized YouTube doesn't have the same screen I have. Oh. Right. Anyway, John's here. Hi, kids. I'm just sitting here practically watching radar. And Chuck will be here when he uh, finishes his tinkle. Washes his hands. Yeah, I didn't hear the hand washing, Chuck. Yeah, because I muted for that because <laughs> well, that was the important part you muted for. Mm. Uh, dubious. Yeah. So, uh, and our Canadian affairs correspondent, Jamie, fresh home from the emergency room, which you guys don't know about yet because I didn't want to save it. In the emergency oh, what? what? You Emergency, emergency, emergency at the hospital. Oh. I was at the hospital all day. I thought you were building an emergency room. I was like, I don't know what that is, but it sounds like fun. Sounds like more like a safe room. Ooh, right. Those. Yeah, <laughs> right. The Canadian government keeps letting more Americans in, so he's he's building a safe house. <laughs> Equipped with 40 millimeter cannons, because that's what you guys know.
Ha 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 ha! They're coming to my house here. Does anyone have any other news before I get into my news? Uh, I mean, there's 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 some. Um, I think. So Jess, I was at the hospital because my testicles are all messed up. Oh yeah. That that's why it was interesting. Didn't know you were gonna share. I asked. Oh yeah, I'm gonna share. Are they all twisted and swollen and? No, there's. Well, that's what we were worried about. But actually, first it was appendix. So last Thursday, about 4.30, crippling pain, took a Tylenol 3. A little while later, it was gone to just an aggravation. It was aggravated a little bit until Sunday night, whole thing all over again. So I went to my family doctor on Monday, and he checks me out and can't really see anything other than possibly an appendix issue. And he said, if it gets sore again, go to the hospital right away. So I'm getting ready for work this morning, and from in a very short period of time, I'm near on the ground. Because Sunday I was puking from pain. Today I was just on the ground, and my wife helped me to the car, and off we went to the hospital. So CAT scans and ultrasounds and something later, they're not exactly sure other than a possible infection. And that I have scar tissue on my left lung. So, but it, so just for the record, it's not a problem with your sack. No, well, it is. It's an infection there, but that it wasn't. It wasn't testicle torsion, which is what they thought at first. No fun. Which apparent, no, but it did <laughs> still. Still, I felt like I got kicked in the nuts really, really hard for quite a while. So I mean, it's all like exterior. No, it's deep in the like. There's a, there's an infection deep in the tissue underneath. It's not in the actual testicles. It's in the tissue underneath. Okay, but like, are you going to have surgery of some kind, or is it? Something no, so far, tissue? so far, antibiotics and painkillers. So far. Now I have to go back for another CAT scan. Have to boil his nuts. Mm. So fun oh, stuff. Okay, well that that's uh, that's awesome news. That's uh yeah, not just sharing. I think to have to be shared by you about the fact yeah. you're uh, you're Well I thought it, I thought it might make some jokes. You never know. You guys I I, I I'm, I'm... <laughs> uh you got a filthy infected sack. Um that they That's might have to cut off. Long and short of it. Cut so, off entirely. 100%. But the more important question here. Staple right on there. Yeah. Yeah. How's yeah. Your fine. Perfectly fine. It has not been penetrated or touched. Perfect? Oh. No. I don't Shout know if I believe that. It's a, it's a throwback for Jason in case he's, you know, picks this up one day. Yep. And to be fair, you've worked as a public employee, so one way or another, it has been penetrated or touched. I guarantee it. It's been tested. He's at least been tested. <laughs> My bidet tests it. That's we got one. That's I like fake. it. We we can't spell that word in the After Lost Podcast Land. Oh well, it's called tushy, so you know you can spell that. Moisten Heiner. Yes. Oh, um, it's the best oh, bucks I respect. Thank you for opening us on a downer with the fact that you're your balls are apparently rotting in your body. Because um, I was going to point out that last night I was elected Warshall Master of my lodge after 17 years. Finally, I'm going to be installed on Saturday. So, yay, something Masonic, but Jamie's balls are like exploding like a fork in the microwave. So. Well, very much. Well, very well, much congratulations. You know what? Ball pain is a perfect lead-in for your ensuing year as a master. Great. No, no, I, I think I'm actually going to have a good year. I'm, I'm afraid. You're going to have a what year? You cut uh, out there, or or the, it was the exploit was deleted. I'm not sure. A good year. Okay. Every master thinks that. Well, I really hope you do. I'll not, I'll not be there for quite a while yet. 
been a long, long time. time That's a Speaking of, where's our worshipful elect? Yeah, it's... Uh, He's I in was... the temple. He's on his way. He killed the city of Phonus. Oh, that's right. On the way home. Hoping for the chance to, to bust his balls and let him know that... Uh, that uh, the the trial panel last night, out of the seven guys that the Grandmaster appointed, supposedly they're all from different lodges, but really, four of us were all from our lodge. Hmm. So, because we're members, each of us are dual members, and somehow I got, I think it, maybe when they were drawing, or however the Grandmaster decided to appoint us, um, and then I got there, I was like, wait, we... We're all from the same lodge. You can't, you can't have the majority of the jury from the same lodge. But there we were. Like a little bit of a conflict there. Yeah, not really. I mean, none of us knew the people involved, so nobody knew what was going on. Nope. And I talked a little about this during the. Well, I talked a lot more than I'm going to now about this during the pre-show, um, for obvious reasons. Even though it's concluded now, uh, it's just not something I want to air in public. However, I would like to comment on the the lack of understanding amongst our brethren of what constitutes proof of something. Well, obviously, if he didn't, if he wasn't here on this trial, he wouldn't be guilty. Therefore, we should just shoot him. That's Tony for you, folks. Yeah. So this entire case this, case, this case went on for a long, long time. There were a ton of witnesses that were called to testify. And the problem is that not a single one of them had any firsthand knowledge of what was being alleged. Like the entire thing. How are they witnesses? The entire thing was I heard or so-and-so told me. And so it may as well have been me up there. The people who were doing the telling and the being heard weren't there to speak to the trial panel. So, and it's like, how could there not be shocks? Yeah. Well, so there's, there's more to that story, of course, maybe I'll share when we're offline, but I mean, you're talking about, when we're talking about a Masonic trial, that's for anybody who cares enough to show up to one, it probably means this fraternity means a whole lot to them. And there's a lot at stake for them. And the craft should have to produce something more than the hearsay of I heard or so-and-so told me to take that away from the guy. And like, yeah, the story might be perfectly believable and you could sit there and nod your head and like, yeah, I can see that. I bet he did that. That, that ain't it though. Like you gotta have proof, not like, oh, I'm I'm sure he did it. Like, well, anybody can imagine anything. Yeah. Well, no, there's people like that just because he's the type of person that might do something doesn't mean he did it. Just because how do you really know he's the type of person to do something? Well, because oh, he's your brother, well, you it, probably know him. <laughs> they they get introduced to people like me and John. Yeah. Where there's kind of like, hey, um, you guys kind of look like your porn producers, so we're just going to assume you're scumbags. Yeah. And then they listen to us talk, and they realize we're just complete belligerents. And Yeah, if hearsay was enough to get somebody ejected from the craft, that would have been gone forever ago. <laughs> well, 
if being an asshole a lot of people, was eh? kicked out of the craft, I would have never been in. Yeah, I, I just it, it. This one I've seen a lot of really questionable accusations within the fraternity, but this one might this one might be the worst, just because the the nature of what was being alleged was very severe, like bad stuff. And you'd think... Well, they're also looking to go out... Well, yeah, I'm, I'm, I wasn't going there. Um, <laughs> I did. But, but that, that's, that's post-show, Chuck. Um, anyway, that, that, was my, that was what I spent last night doing, was spent hours listening to testimony from people who had no first-hand knowledge of anything. And then getting explanations for... Why the people who could tell us this story weren't gonna talk. So, and, and you know, it, it's not on our brother to prove his innocence. Like that, innocent to proven guilty. You got to prove somebody's done something wrong. Jurisdictional. Well, really? many Masonic jurisdictions run on the old school French version, where you're guilty until proven innocent. Well, I mean, well, that just seems I, disrespectful I, I to your brother. If there like, has to be a counter argument, Harlan, it would be that the hearsay of a Mason should maybe carry a little more weight than somebody else. Maybe, obviously, not enough to convict, but if yeah. everybody involved is, no. So, were uh, any of these hearsay witnesses actually Masons, or were they people yeah, just no, associated? They, yeah, uh, they, were, they, they all were. were. They, all, they were. all were. They all were. Okay. Okay, I didn't know. Like, I didn't know how much of this but, was. But the problem with hearsay is the person transmitting the hearsay isn't the person that said it. You don't know. You don't know anything about that person. Okay, no, no, no. I was saying. I'm assuming the person they're saying they heard it from was a mason. Oh no, no, not no. well. Not then, I mean, some of the some cases they were, some no cases they there. weren't. But I mean, there, there's the the defense attorney did a did an admirable job of showing the the conflicts of the hearsay anyway because that's the thing with rumors or with so and so told me or uh, you know I I know this this happened because I believe them and it's like okay but why can't they come here maybe we'll that's, believe them too that was going to be my question is if the if the hearsay involved masons that they heard it from where are those guys yeah so it, I even had a, a, a whole chat with, so after it was over and I was allowed to talk about it, I of course ran to the guy from the trial committee who was prosecuting the case and on his way down to the parking lot to drive back to the other end of the state. Um, turns out we had a lot of mutual friends from the law school days, but I was explaining like, so you, you know where this went bad, right? Cause you know, I was in the jury room, so I was going to let him know for next time, like, don't do this. And said, yeah, I know. I tried to explain this to them. They, they didn't think they needed to. So he knew. Like the guy that the Grand Lodge brings in to prosecute the case was like, "Yeah, this this ain't gonna fly. We need people who are actual witnesses." He advised them, but they pushed forward anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, so, I would almost, I'd almost say that's on Masonic conduct, but. No, I mean it's it's their complaint to lose, and well, that's I guess that's what it's happened. Not, it's not a conduct; it's just that your clients are. Well, yeah, because the, uh, the lawyer, our brother's future. 
quiet. The, the lawyer was not a was not a Mason, right? The lawyer no, representing the two people. They, he's all, also a Mason. All the lawyers in there were Mason. Yeah, this is all Masonic okay. It's not a. It's not a. So in in our trial. in our jurisdiction, the we have a trial committee, which is the qualifications to be on that committee are that you're an attorney who's been practicing in the state for uh, six years. Yeah, because you have to be qualified to be a circuit judge to be on the well no that's the appeals committee the trial committee doesn't i don't know what those qualifications are but they're all they're all lawyers um and they act as the prosecutor and the judge in these masonic trials so like two people from that committee will be assigned one guy to arbitrate as the the judge and the other guy to act as the prosecuting attorney to assist the complaining mason with preparing his case and presenting it and all of this comes after an investigating committee first indicted the guy, right? So the first thing that happens is the grandmaster looks at a complaint and decides if it's dumb on its face or not. And if he thinks it's not just completely stupid, he gets an investigating committee of three past masters who go and decide, hey, is there anything to have a trial over here? And once they do that, then it gets kicked mm -hmm. over to this this committee that and that's when that that attorney would be working with the complaining mason to to prosecute the case and the brother who's accused is more than free to hire his own or usually they don't hire i've never been paid to do this um but bring his own legal counsel which is usually a brother who's also an attorney uh to help him through it and where the attorneys are important isn't because this runs like a trial because it doesn't um, <laughs> at all. However, there are some legal principles that, that the committee holds the parties to that attorneys are just very familiar with because we do it every day. So um, things like the, the authenticity of evidence, hearsay, statutes of limitation, um, just how to do a, a, a witness testimony with, you can't lead a witness that's your witness, but you can lead the one you're cross-examining. Like stuff that's generally known to anybody who watches daytime crime dramas. <laughs> but you you usually just you want a brother who's an attorney because there's a probability that he's he's just practiced and does this by habit. Right. And he's not gonna get caught up in something that that you might otherwise trip on when the when the arbitrator says you can't introduce that evidence, and you're like that's my whole case. Why, what do you mean? I can't introduce it. And, and so it's, it's not, and I've seen, I've seen, well, none of them successful, but I've seen trials where the accused Mason just brought someone who wasn't a lawyer to speak for him. And you're allowed to do that here too. Uh, in fact, the case I'm thinking of was uh, at Jeff's lodge. And I think that guy's counsel made it all way worse for him. <laughs> um, nothing the wrong guy. Nothing well, more than stupid legal counsel. You just said you've never seen it happen successfully, so yeah, I haven't. I've it. seen it happen though. Um, that's not to say that it hasn't happened. I, I don't go to every trial we have. I only go to the ones that someone's making me go to because I generally don't like these things. Just, just like in real life, call your lawyer. Yeah, it's not like your but I'll go, I'll go to real life. Like if there's a trial happening here in the local circuit, and I think it's got interesting principles at play, or what? Like I'll go, 
like watching a trial is enjoyable, just not Masonic ones. Like they, there's something about this whole process being exercised that just puts knots in my stomach, like from the beginning. And I think it's because of how sacred I hold my membership. Yeah. I mean, that, like if, if, if the obligation were true, we wouldn't have a need for it. Well, yeah. Kind well, of thing. It's, no, it's just how, how important it is to me to be a Mason. I, I sometimes forget not everybody feels as strongly about it. Like to some guys, it's just a club. And so when I'm going to something where the subject of the evening is whether or not to divest somebody of that most valuable thing, it, it, it makes my stomach get all crampy. And I, I just don't like the, the whole process. And then when I watch it take place in a not due process as I know it way, um, that doesn't help. Can, I've used the, the term kangaroo court before. The twist of the Arlen, knife. Arlen, the attorney Mason libertarian, suddenly gets turns into angry Hulk Harlan. No, usually I, I try to just hide in a corner and rock back and forth and <laughs> pat myself on the shoulder. They always find him, though. It's going to be okay. Um, I just follow the pedal trail. That's why, Bruce. <laughs> Life gets better from here. But yeah, so I, I did that and uh, I was going to let Jeff know when he got here that uh, representatives from his lodge just, I don't know what I was going to say, but I'll figure it out when he gets here. I'm trying to make up a story that we did some really awful thing and it's all going to come back on him like right away. <laughs> we should totally do that. And when I start naming names, he'll believe it. Because Josh was there. Our treasurer was there. That's the only name you need. Um, I was there, and, uh, and uh, Byron. So, you know, you think about that cast of characters and put yourself in Jeff's shoes. He'll he'll panic. I'm gonna show up the installation. <laughs> you know what? I changed my mind. Uh, Holy shit! I hope that I don't have to doctor this section up too heavily, but <laughs> beep, 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 try to keep it as posty shit for like seven months. So said that much, but seven months you got... your your ass. It's been three, which is no. still not excusable. Three months, really, it's December, dude. Yeah, you ain't posty uh, summer. So the last, I'm, I'm I don't, I don't, uh -oh. and that I, that one I don't was look at this. too. The last episode was August the. You know what? Let's change the subject. Counselor, counselor, I I might not be some big city lawyer. Objection! Got you and your bullshit. Objection! Oh my! I don't run you out. Relevance. What? What's the relevance? I'm not the producer here. The producer's in the, the center tile. <laughs> He's in the not on my screen. Right Actually, on my screen, that's you. So Yeah, me too. <laughs> of course. Yes. Uh-oh. I'm all uh, out of drinky. Uh-oh. Wow. That's a problem. Yeah, that's a problem. Go fix I'll that one. Go oh. get some. No. Yeah. Shut Thank you, Radar. I think we've got the uh, other Masonic news out the way. You know, we're doing installation Saturday, but Jeff's ain't here yet. So uh, what do you got for us? 
Who, me? Yeah. Um, so hey. tomorrow night I get the past master degree, the, the official one. Um, Fun. Right on. And then on Saturday at 2 o'clock, I, I get installed. Um, you know, it's a... You're getting the past master degree before you get installed. We have to here. Huh. And um, you either have to go to the lodge of actual past masters or the past masters of your lodge have to kind of do a short version. Um, and then you go to that one. Um, but it's... Our past master degree here is just like a, a gag. Oh, it, I did it. It's all... It, it, I, I keep getting told it's not dis- dissimilar from the one that's in chapter. Um, but, Ugh. but it is different. Um, but here is required and, um, the fourth is that he's going to be there. My commander is going to be there doing the flag presentation. Um, yeah, uh, you know, I, you know, I've, I've been, a in order. A past race ocean master, past commander. Now two years of past high priest, deputy master for my uh, lodge of perfection. Um, in other invitational bodies, I'm, I'm, I'm a grand line officer for the grand council for my state. Um, so the fact that I finally got elected to be a master of a lodge. Um, is actually a really for me. It's it like a long time coming. It, it's a big deal. Um, mm. I, I'm not making light. This is, this is so for our listeners who may not be Masons or have not been. One's home delivery. Hey. Sorry. Yep. Well, in, in John, I'm glad you got your porn. Um, <laughs> but it, it's damn pop ups. Never catch them all. Technical problems. It's it's a big deal. Um, at least yeah. for me because. Uh, this is my third time trying for the lodge uh, through this particular thing. So, um, I, I'm not making light of it. So, I know I'm, I'm kind of a self-appreciating like son of a bitch on this show, but um, we will make light of it on your behalf. Thank. Last night, you when, can count when, on us, brother. When they elected me, it, it was I. Uh, it I mean, took a lot of my work to actually accept uh, and make the words come out. So, congratulations! Now the work really begins. So you were like there, and they had like visual confirmation that 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 was you that they were nominating, right? Like it wasn't like. Yeah, no. It, they weren't making was, a mistake. There was no mess up. Like, it wasn't like, oh, I thought it was a king of no socks. Like, it wasn't a Snoop Dogg made mess up or nothing. Shit. No. Um, my, lodge very, my, my lodge does have some very distinguished members who were very... Um, the, the, there was not a single guy there who was not... I mean, I was lucky unanimously, so... Um, they and that doesn't happen a lot because usually there's always some cranky son of a bitch who throws one defiant vote, and that didn't happen. So 
it's always been Jason in our lodge, which is why the last several elections have gone uncomfortably smoothly. <laughs> not... Someone throwing something out there. Right. But yeah, it, it you know, I I've done I've done a lot um in our fraternity uh in this time period and so to finally be able to do this which was it was just actually the only thing I've ever actually striven to do in masonry was to be a workshop master. I, I I never tried to go into an independent body. I never tried to go be head of an independent body. I never tried to go be head of a you know, be in a grand line. So um the fact that I finally got here on what was legit the last time I was ever gonna attempt to do it, um actually really does matter to me. Tested your character till you got there. You were about to give up. Look at that. Yeah. yeah. Um the Grand Architect just uh, showing you the way. Um yeah. I mean this uh this fraternity is all I really got, you know. Um, I lost everything when I got divorced, and uh, I didn't see my kids for over a year due to COVID. So, um, you know, the, the the craft really does matter to me. It really does. So. Wow, that was heartfelt. He's getting all misty. You're getting me all. Well, you're <laughs> My glasses here, are Chuck. fogging up, buddy. Thanks, Chuck. Congratulations. Feels going for the evening. Are you going to? Uh, are you going to live stream your installation? No. Oh. <laughs> so, you should. Well, you should make it an after lodge event. We'll do the yeah. next show live whenever your installation is. I mean, if we had some more notice, we, well, Bruce couldn't, but had to put together a field trip and you know crash your party. No, yeah, but I could get on the stream at any time, night or day. You, you assholes can get on a plane, show up here, and be there at two o'clock on Saturday. Well, it's up this Saturday. Ah, oh, I got a thing. Oh, yeah. Installation. Oh, Bruce, you got a baby. Oh yeah, that's that's. I got thanks, Chuck. I got a baby. Sorry, man, I can't make it. Totally wanted to though. No, I have to be at my own installation Saturday, but. We'll be with you in spirit. And we are... Um... Actually, to be fair, since you're going back into your own chair, do you actually have to be there? Because you're not um, technically being... Re like you're... Tradition says you're yes. through it again. Yeah. I, yeah. Also, I don't know if y'all know this, but if Harlan's not there, like Lodge doesn't really happen. It's... <laughs> There's no secretary. Technically, it does. Lodge. Well, no. It's questionable. So, so we've got the guys them. that we're bringing in to do the installation. They'll They'll make it happen. They, they know what they're doing. But if it's not in the minutes, did it really happen? Exactly. I don't know, Bruce. In that case, our whole lodge was dark when... Well, no, I guess no sir. Lodge happened. <laughs> that is the one thing I can assure you. Such an ass. Um, where I was going is we will be... Uh, we'll be streaming our installation if uh, John or Jamie, maybe Chuck, if you're still sober at that hour. Um, yeah, Want to uh, crash our party and make fun of Jeff, where everyone can see. 
Uh, I'll crash that party for sure. What was the turnout for that night like last year? Oh, on the on the Facebook Live thing. Well, no, just at Lodge in general. Like it was bigger than we were comfortable with because the whole reason we started the stream thing last year was because of COVID, and we didn't want to pack out the lodge with families and friends. And I figured with the stream being available, everybody would take the easy out and nobody would show up. Yes. So there was a ton of people on a stream and also a ton of people at lodge. Well, that's a good problem to have, I guess. Yeah. So who showed up on the stream were all of the more tangential friends and family who wouldn't come all the way to to sit through the installation, but were more than happy to tune in at home and send their well wishes. So that, that's how that shook out. Like everybody's wives and it's a good idea. Stuff were actually there, especially during COVID times. Yeah, it was us. Shane's. We put it all together because Shane gave us a decree of figure out how to do this. I don't want all these people here. Oh, that was the other anyway. So I, I I misspoke. Uh, the lodge was full, but it was all brothers. Um, I forgot that. Uh, that was one of his thing. It was a closed installation last year. Really? Yeah, yeah. Because that that was the whole thing. Shane didn't want families and kids and stuff, so huh. he said do a live stream. Everyone's family can watch there. And so the lodge was full with brethren, and I think there were some some wives that showed up as well. But it was it was like ah, they're here. We're not going to tell them they can't come. Um. And then the the stream was packed full. God, this past year's a blur. Uh, oh, this is why I keep minutes, Bruce. In my minutes, it would say that it's a closed installation. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, it's been a good year to be master if you just wanted a nice, quiet year, I guess. Shane had a good year. He did. He did. Our worshipful master is doing it again because things just turned out that way because nobody got to move through the line in 2020. Why not you, no. Jamie? Because I have not been there long enough to even think about that. I am there long enough deacon. to be like senior deacon by now. So here, deacon. so in my jurisdiction, next year, not be elected this year, yeah. unless you're a past master or have been installed and served the term as a warden. Okay, I was installed as senior deacon last 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 meeting. So, that's right. Twenty twenty two, yeah, twenty twenty two. Why did you disagree with? No, junior, junior, not senior. Sorry, junior. You don't even know. Come on, man. You got I one know. job. Jesus, you got me messed up though. You called. Yeah, you 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 frigged me all up. Not me. <laughs> the alcohol frigged me up. For sakes. Oh, John looks like he just got really bad news. No, I'm just for taking YouTube. Oh. <laughs> I'm multitasking. Interacting with the it. show. I'm watching my tornadoes, but I'm just keeping up with you guys. Don't worry. Yeah, your tornado. Tornadoes. Yeah, that's right. Right, that's right. That's right. We got we got to have a discussion on this whole tornado yeah, thing. Professor of tornadoes. Meteorologist. Bruce yes, yeah. To, Bruce is uh, Bruce is just in studying. Jamie, I just spent like two hours studying tornadoes. Apparently, you down a rabbit the, hole. Thing, the thing that they did in Twister with the machine that studied, that's all fake. That didn't exist. That never happened. I was very disappointed. Say. Yes, it was, was a movie called most, Twister. Most of my tornado knowledge is based on the 
Helen Hunt classic twister. Uh, well, you, and, and, you, and sir. The cow goes flying the screen. Hey, did you know that global warming theater. doesn't cause tornadoes? What Say causes what? tornadoes is trailer parks. No. That's true. That is verifiable. They scientific. cause tornadoes? Yes. No, they're just the target, aren't they? Just the target of? No, so it's, like it's funny you should ask that because. Down, there's a trailer park. They come down like Pac-Man. Up, 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 up. Y'all saw the, the, the two questions I posted that I read off the NOAA website. One of the questions indeed was, do trailer parks attract tornadoes? And the answer is that no, they are just far more susceptible to tornado damage. So a tornado that hits a house but does no damage may totally F up a trailer, thus causing right. everyone to say, well, it just hit the trailer and not the house. But the trailer Apparently, not trailers are not structurally Thank sound. Who would have known? Thank you for shitting on Who'd my guessed joke. It? Well, I'm what? sorry, Chuck. I didn't hear what you were saying. I said that tornadoes are not caused by global warming. They're caused by trailer parks. I mean, they might be. There, there, there is overwhelming evidence that says. But they trailer do. parks are caused by global warming. No, trailer parks. Or are, caused are they caused by tornadoes? <laughs> trailer parks are caused by white trash. Which oh, is getting a little too distributed close to by tornadoes. Oh, Come on. I don't like where this is going. It's like a yeah. chicken and egg. It's a chicken and egg situation, isn't it? Yeah. Right. yeah. Tornadoes and white trash have always existed. Yeah, that's right. Which what one came first? What came first, the twister or the hick? <laughs> Sorry. Well, I mean, I was here before the twister, so. <laughs> we don't have twisters up here. Well, you don't have. Yeah, you don't yeah, have. You demonstrated it is literally in tornadoes in Canada. Actually, move. Well, we have them. Uh, we just don't have very many. Like we don't have any MPEI, but we do have like well, very, very, very few up here. It's it's a very British few. thing generally, right? Like your gypsies actually live in moving trailers. That's right. That's right. The trailers are always moving around. Okay. That's well, the they're like RVs, I guess. Proper pikeys up there, huh? I was gonna say, I've, I've seen snatch. I know how it works. Yeah. Cover bikes. It's a big one, ain't you? Need a caravan for me, my Brad Pitt's best role ever, <laughs> ever, ever. It was so good, such a good movie. Oh, he does good movies though. Anyway, <laughs> Lockstock, really good movie. That's another brilliant one. Yeah, he's an awesome director. The fact that Vinnie Jones is in both and just yeah. Because Vinnie Jones is awesome, except mm -hmm. for X Men Three, but that sucked all around. That wasn't his fault. He was in that. Oh yeah, he was. He's he juggernaut. Was juggernaut. Mm -hmm. He had the most famous line in the movie, though. So I guess that's something. And that was honestly only that famous because it was delivered by Vinnie Jones. Yeah. So effectively. Th that's what it. Yeah. It's all about the presence. The actor made it. Which, considering how lanky he is, it's well. It's the thing is very people, weird. They cast him as Juggernaut to begin with, but right, yeah, he's tall, but he's lanky. Yeah, I mean, at least they CGI the uh, Juggernaut into uh, the second Deadpool, which was proper. Right, that was good. That was worth it. Yeah, they did a good job of that one too. So, uh, Chuck, you got big plans for the year? Um. I have plans. <laughs> Sounds promising. 
Yeah, I uh, most of the years we spent in uh, mentoring the other, you know, the junior officers. We've had some lack of that the past couple of years, and um, making sure the newer guys coming in are actually worth our time. Yeah. And um, who's listening to that? It's not me. And it's it, it's me. at least 30 years old, the music is. Well, my mic's been muted this whole so, time. So. I was going to say, it's, it's not me or Arlen, I know that. I just have random Christmas music playing, so that's probably me. Oh. I'm right on. Yep. There we go. So it sounded, it sounded like smooth jazz, but I couldn't hear much of it. No, so. I can't think it's anything. So Chucky, it's cold outside. <laughs> hey, Harlan, just because your holiday's over doesn't mean you guys shit on mine. You talking about? I love Christmas. You're a Jew, okay? What, what's, Get out. What's Christmas have to do with that? Um, I I, I don't know what, what what's Easter have to do with ham. I don't know. I sense a disturbance in the forest. Oh God! Ham is just five hundred pounds. Who doesn't like totally... ham? Do what? Jeffrell. Oh. Howdy. Hey. Jeff is here in spirit. Okay. Yeah, because I see two fellow jesters. On, on, on. I was like, ah, oh, God. Is that jitsters. Those are jitsters. Jitsters. Not jitsters. Oh, yeah, yeah. There are no jesters on the show. Jitsters. <laughs> if anyone's listening, not to be mistaken. <laughs> yes, welcome. We you were just far more cool than talking this. about you. <laughs> oh, what did I do? Ears are burning. All year is just rest my balls on the ashlar in the east and just sit there and stare at people until they do stuff. That's my. Well, goal. as you as you just heard Chuck say, he is uh, a, a, an elected master as well. So, yes. Um, yeah, pokey yes. boobs are going into the seat. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you've heard yet, but uh, representatives of your lodge were were causing all kinds of ruckus and chaos last night, and yeah, somehow we all got summons to serve on on a trial committee together and fun. We did you proud, buddy. Hope you, I hope you enjoy when you hear about it. Great. Josh was involved. <laughs> All right, guys, I had to bed cause I, I going to have a very late night tomorrow. As I've been told, I was told in advance, you're going to take Friday off, right? And you did not. I did. I'm going to go to sleep now. All right, buddy. I did. Have a good night, Chuck. There you go. Anyway. And after 10 for me, I've got a little while yet. I don't got to go to bed till 11. I'm going to do a straight line wind start kicking in. And knock out your power. (laughs) Pretty much. Internet. Sucks to be in Minnesota. The nice thing about moose is they're too heavy to be thrown by tornadoes. Yes. So you don't have to worry about They laugh at tornadoes. They laugh at tornadoes. So just shelter under a moose. Around here, every time there's a tornado, I get hit by like 30 geese. Geese are the dumbest animals in the What happens when there's a tornado in the They're dumb, but they're vicious. Like, are there like blocks of ice flying around? or? Yes. It's too cold there, Harlan. Didn't you read the Slack channel? There has to be enough... Heat in the air to hold moisture. There can't be a tornado without moisture. 
it, like if I go look at the humidity in my house right now, it's, it's like it's like zero degrees and thirty degrees. It can't be a tornado. Well, I don't. The, the humidity in my house is like twenty three percent. Outside is no more than thirty five percent. So it's just there's nothing there to power it. It needs to have that. Bruce has figured this shit out. You know so what you're saying is get humidifiers, fill your entire house with it, and then tear your roof off instantaneously and create your own tiny tornado. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm hearing. Just, just for insurance purposes. Just to make a tornado, that'd be cool as shit. Make your own tornadoes. You make if a tornado in year. my high school chemistry right. class or physics. I don't remember which class that was. No, I didn't. I don't know. I took horticulture. No, whichever, we did the y'all. Whichever teacher needed you to fill the, a couple you weeks. You had the tanks, like the tanks of water, and you one was dyed one color, the others dyed the other color. One's ice water, one was boiling. Oh, we do that. We let them smash together, and they just and they stay automatically swirl. You're like, yeah. this, is, this is where tornadoes come from. Well, it's like you get the the two liter bottles in the little tornado tube and screw them together, and you could do that and have a little. Mm. Well, yeah, but then you have to then you have to shake. You have to. Yeah, you have to go to quick thing. Like the hot, going, cold but... water colored thing. I remember that was what blew my mind. In, there. I guess my freshman year of high school, because you just let these bodies of water run into each other, and like in the process, they just tornado up all along the the border. That's neat. That was like, yeah, yeah, that, that one is more of an example of what's happening in a tornado than the uh, the bottles. Yeah, yeah. That's convection at its best. And it's scariest. Convection. Oh shit. Convection. Yeah. Oh, Bruce heard you. Bruce understood. Well, not all of us can be meteorologists, Bruce. So, what? What? No. Some I'm of just... us are fascinated by the, the simple things. I'm. I'm only a tornado expert now. I don't know anything about the rest of the weather. Are you, are you gonna become like a storm chaser? You're gonna drive up to John's place? No, because apparently it's fake. Yeah. That's the point. Storm chasers just run away from tornadoes. Of course you're gonna run away from a tornado. That's because real life storm really chasers like... are actually scientists and they're smart. And they don't wanna die. Right. That's right. They see a tornado, they look at the clouds, and then they run away. Because, you know, they're deadly as yeah, you know, nature's I did learn that in the course of my perusing. Yeah. <laughs> well, the tornado itself is relatively harmless. It's all the stuff that it picks up along the way. I don't know, man. The winds alone, even if it doesn't pick anything up, the wind alone, with a little bit of mo with rain in it, that, that would hurt. I would like yeah. to be in the middle of one, because, like, nothing happens in the middle. It's all in the middle. Like, around the outside. Yeah, That'd be really like cool a, to be in the middle of a tornado and just watch like everything happen around you. Maybe, like... Maybe like the problem is full of a whale mouth because nothing's going on, but you kind of know you're. Cool. I mean, yeah, no. It's, at some point, the tornado's gonna have to like move one way or the other. I mean, unless you're going. You're only, yeah. You're only gonna be in the middle for just a moment, <laughs> and then you're gonna be back on the side. Oh, this is really nice. <laughs> the videos of people under overpasses when they go over top of them, man, that's scary. Mm -hmm. That's scary shit. What's I wouldn't want to have to go through that. You ever, ever see any of those where they go under an overpass and a tornado goes over them? Look it up on YouTube. It's it's some scary stuff. It seems like a very specific thing. Are there a lot of these videos? Not many, no. There, no but there are. There, there, it's happened. Yeah, it's, well, there's enough that. Oh, probably a dozen or so. Yeah. I'll be driving along and realize that they 
probably need to get under something, get under there, run up and like get way up into the overpass just in time for the friggin' vacuum to go right over their heads and it it's something else. Nobody in a car believes a tornado will pick up their car until they see the tornado in front of them picking up cars. Yeah. <laughs> well, smart people do. The the right. people that have watched Twister do, Bruce. <laughs> right. Because they saw the cow. Because they saw the cow, that's right. <laughs> I drive cow. around 50. I'm a cow. I like that one. Say cow. The cow's methane is probably what caused the tornado in the first place. I don't even feel <laughs> bad for the cow. Oh, I learned something about that yesterday. Um, the methane is not gas emitted from their ass either. It's more burps than ever. More burp and and stomach gases that comes up through throat. It's not their. It's not ass gas. Only like, only like only like only like three percent. Well, I was I was talking I, I was watch I was listening to something on on the radio and they were talking about methane gas from cows and yeah it's it's more burp than it's only like three percent at the other end the rest of it's all expelled through the through the breath. Cool. Yeah, just silly information, but hey, throwing it out there. You watch a I lot of weird it. videos, buddy. No, it wasn't. It wasn't a video. It was um the radio. Uh, talk radio here. The local talk radio was talking about it. You listened to a talk radio episode about methane coming Don't you guys have I was like, in my... Okay, okay, so like now, now, now this requires backup political story. pundits on your talk radio? No, now... Well, now this requires backup story. Because so I, had to, I had to go down and pick up my dad's car because he's gone on a trip to visit my brother and over in the country, in the other part of the country. So... Um, his car was at the airport, so I went to the airport to pick it up, and he doesn't have that. That's what was in his radio, and it's a 45-minute drive home. I didn't screw with it. I just drove because it was snowing like a bugger, so I wasn't really worried about the radio. I was paying attention to the road, and luckily a plow got ahead of me, and that was followed the plow back at at 40 kilometers an hour, which you guys, you know, um, Does he live what, on the island 20? you live on? Who? The plow? Yeah. No, he does. Yeah, he does. He lives in the same town I live on, but he. Yes, Jamie, the plow. <laughs> the plow guy. <laughs> Does the plow guy live on the same island? No, no, he just drives over every day to plow and goes back home. The point home. I was making is I didn't even think it was big enough to drive 45 minutes across and back. Yes. It takes a few, it takes like six hours to drive from one end to the other. Oh, really? I didn't know it was yeah. that big. But but you can, but but as I said before, you can watch the sunrise at one end and easily drive to the other end to watch the sun down in, in the summertime. And stop and have lunch and supper on the way, but it's about six hours to go from end to end. All right, well, it's a bigger island than I thought. Mm. It's, it's small, but it's big. <laughs> That's it's what I'm telling you, Jamie. It's, it's deceiving. <laughs> nope. Nope. It's small, but it's big at the same time. You know, you gotta let them know. It's big on the inside. Big on the inside. Yeah. <laughs> I packed the TARDIS around. <laughs> oh shit. Oh shit. So yeah, so that's why I listened to that happen to be listening to that talk radio station and um that's where it came from. CBC Radio One, baby. CBC. CBC, Canadian Broadcasting Corporation. How's that related to the BBC? I don't it's know. One letter later. The alphabet, the alphabet relates them. Is That's it owned by related. the Saudis? No, it's owned by oh, the federal okay. government. Oh, so the Saudis. propaganda. 
So your state propaganda channel was feeding you this line about cows producing methane by breathing and not by Well, it's still you to think. Like you, you, you got to fight big cow agenda there. Like yeah. obviously the there's something going on. They're trying to mislead you about cows. Except Big Cow's not a thing in Canada, I would assume. No, well, they like birds are here. Well, I mean, there's a lot of cattle ranching in the Dakotas, so I guess Canada would have. Yeah, our prairies have a lot of cattle ranching. Did you not know birds are fake? They're all just flying. Birds are all drones in your country. Well, yeah, I don't. But I don't. I don't know what happens to the birds from here that fly down there. Like, do they like stop becoming? I know the geese are well and alive. I can tell you that. They become natural and start playing baseball. Next <laughs> <Nice> question. <laughs> what? <laughs> Say it again. He didn't hear you. They become naturalized and start playing baseball. Next question. Geese can't play baseball. <laughs> they, all they do is try and bite stuff. With their little teeth on their tongue. <laughs> and they have teeth. People don't they think have geese teeth. have teeth. Geese have they teeth. Have teeth they have teeth and they will cut you they will cut you good they will, they will. vicious animals they will f- you up sa that's i'd rather come across a badger in the wild Close. I, cannot, I know i cannot run a badger maybe i'm pretty sure i can't run a geese in flight yeah i was gonna say badgers can't fly so yeah yeah and geese can fly at you know the speed of mach 2 so you're not running away yeah <laughs> I've seen them dive down their own reflection in the water. <laughs> they are, they're violent, but they're stupid. That's, that, that, exactly. It's so fun to watch. You just don't want to be near them. That's right. They're violent, but they're stupid. It's like stumbling upon a little bird kingdom. I missed both. You said you both talked. I had to focus on one. I listened to Harlan. Oh, that's, that's probably mistake. <laughs> no, I, I, I just said... You were both right. right. There, yeah. For <laughs> once. Got it. Uh, I'm just trying to behave and not run with that violent but stupid comment. <laughs> oh. yeah, Jamie's really setting I, up I can think that. of a lot of people that that applies to. <laughs> it's small, but it's big, you know? It's small, but it's big. <laughs> <laughs> nice. It's, it's, it's kind of like a goose. Like, you think it's a bird... It's not going to be that bad, and then it bites you, and you're like, holy shit, this wild, giant animal just attacked me. Am I dying? What's happening here? Or hits you with a wing, and you think your leg is broken. Right. Like, like, crazy little bastards. Like, no, don't not mess with the Basically, they're the moose of birds. They're the the moose of birds, and then we have moose. So you put it all together. Yeah, but you put it all together, you don't live in Canada. No, well, we don't have any. We don't have poisonous stuff, though. So I'll take. I'll because take the moose. It's too cold for anything poisonous. Well, that's. But that's it, though, right? I'll take that it's because racist. I can see the moose coming for many, many kilometers or or miles. Either way, well, many, many of them. And and this. And and the goose. The goose will shit on you, most of the time. And if you run, it'll leave you alone a quarter of the time. And you know, I'd still rather a moose than. Because you can still see it. I always have like a better than a caiman, I guess. If I timed it right, I could just jump out of the way like a bull, and I'd be fine. Yeah, but but if you forget to check your just shoes and there's a scorpion in there, that's no much fun. No, no. Scor- what? 
There's scorpion in Canada? No, no, no. I, that's why I said I'd rather have the moose and, and the goose because I'd rather not have to check my boots <laughs> and have a scorpion in there. <laughs> I mean, I would rather uh, I, I would rather live with geese and and, and moose than uh, have a house full of brown recluse. So that's true. Yeah, yeah. that's really not just fine. None of none of Harlan's people died even once. He got rid of the most of the going to be hiding in, a, in your underwear and bite you in your ball bag. He they're, got in the snakes exactly. to eat the spiders. They're overrated. You just have to... Well, Bruce beat me to it. I was like, you just got to import some local snake species. and <laughs> It's all fine after that. I mean, occasionally you go to, to grab a dish towel or something, and it ain't what you thought it was, but... <laughs> it's fine. Like, the snake tries to get away. A brown recluse would kill you. A snake just yeah. doesn't want to mess with you. Yeah, it's it's more scared of you than you are of it. Don't put me outside, man. Don't put me outside. Right. I'll eat all the spiders. You got lots and lots of food in here, and it's warm. Oh, Let me stay. I'll just live it's in the cold wall out over there. here. You won't even see me. I promise when you die, when I die, you can make me a belt. <laughs> just let me sit in your in your sock drawer for a while. Uh, yeah, I'll run away if you get close. Meanwhile, the brown recluse will build a nest that you're not going to see for like three years, but when you go down there, you're going to die. Yeah. yeah I have 50 little there, bastards. Picking a fight at the hillbilly reunion where all the cousins dogpile your ass and beat the shit out of you. Oh, we lost oh, Jeff. Oh, Jeff, bro. Oh, Jeff. I said the hillbilly was he insulted. Mm. Fell off the edge of the. Oh no, he's a hill. He's not a hill. <laughs> Which Jeff, Jeff is oh. a hill, William. Maybe he got caught up in one of the, the internet fires that I've been. My life for the past week has pretty much fully consisted. Well, besides this trial thing, with uh, a a exploitable vulnerability in a core piece of software that's embedded in everything. just about everything. Oh, fun! And oh, the, yeah. the entire industry has just set its hair on fire, and everyone is just running around like catching each other on fire. And when these things happen, like all reason and rationale goes out the door, and People just—it's like just let your engineers do their thing. You're only slowing them down by demanding these twenty-page security due diligence questionnaires and whatever everyone's passing around. Like, I need to know that you're taking care of this. You and everyone else, leave me alone. We're getting to it. Don't you hate feeling like that your boss thinks you're a child and you won't do your job? Mm. It's what's well, not it's, it's it's the customers. But, oh, <clears throat> but they've got legal obligations to say that they did their due diligence and they need that documented. It, it it's just a bunch of bureaucratic nonsense that doesn't actually help solve the problem. But everyone freaks out, and then you get the the tech bloggers who everybody wants their their spot in the Google News feed. So. They blow it up and send it around to their, their LinkedIn groups, and then that causes more would-be CEOs to set their hair on fire. And all it means is people like me burn a lot of late-night electricity. But yeah, if you've read anything about it, John, uh, it's scary stuff. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not downplaying <laughs> the seriousness of the issue. It's just the pointless, let's ignite our hair and run into walls response yeah it's been mental i'm not even in it but 
That's why Working I my company read. knowing about it and reading on it and stuff. I mean, it's software. There are bugs in software. Shit happens. Sometimes yeah. shit happens in things that people... But there's bugs in every software. That's kind of the problem. And Well, but the thing of it is, though, it just it's not just the bugs in the software. It's people that are intelligent enough to want to be malicious will figure something well, out no matter what you do because you can't think of everything. Well, right, and that, that's the other thing. That's why it bothers me that it's all over the news, which in my mind just encourages the people that are malicious to... No. Hey, to let's try and exploit this no, before they get it fixed. The people who have the skill set to be able to do this already knew about it long before the news picked it up. Like, <laughs> this was published by, by the Apache Foundation. And if you work in this industry or you make a living as a criminal, I guess that's in this industry too. <laughs> um, you know, you're, you're watching those things when the, when the vendor is putting them out. Like, that's... Uh, people were working on this 10 seconds after after it was announced. So, who was that? Tony trying to pop in? Huh. No, it may have been. Oh, my, uh, anyway, that that's the uh, it just yeah. I don't, I don't really have anything else to say about it other than shit happens we'll fix it it's not the first time there's been an internet breaking security vulnerability and we some bad shit happens most of us well bad shit happened and bad shit's happening now and is going to but it's not helping anybody to if you run a company out there to just go into panic mode let let your tech people do what they need to do they will tell you when it's done. Uh, yeah. That's my rant. Because as soon as we're done with this, I'm going back to more of that. Yay! That sounds horrible. Yeah. Dealing with IT sucks, but if your IT people are remotely competent, <clears throat> leave them alone and let them fix it. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's part of what I'm doing, actually, is trying to shield the people who are actually fixing this from the people who want to waste their time not fixing it to tell them how they're going to fix it. So, Sounds accurate. How could someone yeah, that doesn't... I'm playing Meat Shield now. Like, how could they think they could tell... Anyway, yeah. How would someone that doesn't work in tech think they could tell a tech person how to fix it? You don't know a lot of lawyers. I don't know a lot of lawyers. No, I don't. Or, or like just business executive types. That's that's kind of how this works. They think they know everything. Yeah. Like I'm paying you to right. do tech work because I don't have time to do it myself. Not because I need you. That's, oh, that's that arrogant. Yeah. So are you like the only lawyer in the world that isn't that arrogant, or are you just saying you're that arrogant as well? No, well, it's I'm more entirely well, that arrogant. He's also in IT. He's doubly yeah. arrogant. He's doubly. <laughs> Let's say I'm entirely that arrogant. It's just Wrong in this case, are. I actually do know something about the subject, but I also deal with a lot of stuff I'm clueless about and play the lawyer card of telling you how to do your job. So <laughs> it's just an IT. Honestly, yeah, IT is that one area where I tell you how to do your job and I. I actually know. Harlan's Everywhere else I knew. Right? starts off all meetings with, listen to your fuckers. Yeah. Get your head out of your ass <laughs> and listen. I'm 
yourself right now and get to work. Yeah, I mean, I, I routinely tell sales guys how to not screw up their job, and I know nothing about sales. I, I, I couldn't sell ice in the desert. Like, I, I, so, but I do it anyway, right? You got to fake it till you make it. Like, listen, fellas, here's what you need to do. You've been hanging around Tony enough. You've, you've leached some of that. You pick up some of that greasy <laughs> salesman. Tony could sell sand in the desert. Yeah. Well, that's Tony. Yes. And have you feeling like it was the most intelligent purchase you could ever make? Right. Like, you wouldn't even be oh, mad. I can't believe I got this sand. You feel good about it when you're done. You feel good about it when you're done. There's a good sales guy who you buy something you don't need for entirely too much money. And then later you're like, you realize you you had the rug pulled out from under you. Then there's yep. Tony, where that realization never comes. <laughs> <laughs> so that way you go back and do it again. Yeah. Somewhere way, way, way down the road, you look back at the pattern of your life. And that's when it hits you. That's a thing like when you're in your deathbed, you're going, that Tony guy. Him. He got me. Yeah, that many damn again and again. So like what? Usually years later, he gives you that vibe where it's like, you know, hey, I just that guy Tony over there. I just bought a watermelon fryer off of him. What's that? I don't know, but it's great. It's the greatest thing ever. I don't know, but let me tell you all the reasons why it's so amazing. And it's not till like three days later after you try frying a watermelon that you're like, wait a minute. And it'll be doing something five wrong. monthly payments of one third my salary. It's be Just because this is the world's best watermelon fryer doesn't mean I should have bought it. <laughs> That's right. It's the world's best anything, but it but doesn't mean you need it. It was on sale at 50% it was, it was off. Half off. Yeah. That's true. He cut me a deal. He gave me his employee discount. Yeah, Tony's that guy. It's... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he did. Uh, he did. The propane industry is a pretty saturated space and has been for a long time. I think he that. did manage to not only elbow his way into it as a solo guy with, with a truck and some empty tanks, but he did very well. Oh, I don't know if he like started that whole like well, the company he works for now. He, no, he he no. sold his he company. sold his company. Yeah, I remember he, was, I remember yeah, he, he sold his company and, and got hired on yeah. as a salesman for the company he's he's with now yeah. and then moved but, into the regional aka the entire country manager he used so to, he went from having a whole lot of responsibility on his back to selling that responsibility to someone else to go and just work and then ended up with a bunch of responsibility on his back anyway well except this responsibility he can take a vacation and yeah that's true it's not benefits and whatever and it's someone else's problem yeah. Ultimately, it's still someone else's problem. Yeah. He has a bad month. He, you know, if, if the company has a bad month, it, it no longer affects, you know, his sleep, his sleep and, you know, yeah. whether or not he's going to yeah. eat. But he's, he's in sales now, but he used to, you know, he was the guy whose trucks would go around and fill up your propane tank or if you had a forklift or you had whatever, you know, he, he was the guy you bought the gas from. Yep. And that industry, as I mentioned, it's very saturated here. So being able to, there's big players who have, have efficiencies of scale where they can offer stuff real cheap. Yeah. And, and he managed to elbow his way in and compete in that space. I mean, albeit, you know, he didn't become one of the national chains, but still it's, you gotta be a damn good salesman. To elbow you gotta be a likable guy and a good salesman. You're yeah, you will. Yeah. Really. Into have to. Such a saturated space. Um, 
basically the people are paying more for Tony. No, no, that's exactly what it was. Yeah, and that's, and then, do yeah, it. exactly. And, and if you could show and if up you at Jason's that, mom's house in yeah. his, his bibbed overalls and he put on his country bumpkin king of the hill mm-hmm. routine and, and ask about the dog and whatever. And like he, he did that with everybody. Yeah. It, yeah. That's. And you know what? All of us will pay to feel good. No matter who you are, we will all pay to feel. And if the guy makes you feel good that he brings something to you, you'll feel better paying him than I, someone else. I remember when more. I first met Tony, he was doing that country bumpkin routine. And, and that stuck in my head. And it wasn't until a couple of months later that he he showed <laughs> his troll hand. And I realized it had been months now that he had just been screwing with me. I'm not right. convinced Tony is not an actual Tony. legitimate psychopath. But I don't like hanging around him enough to know. <laughs> oh no, he absolutely is. That's why I enjoy him so much. So yeah, that's why you enjoy his company so much, Harlan. I mean, so not every psychopath is is the killer type, Bruce. Like Some he's so are... good at getting people to do whatever. Yeah. Anybody. I've been trying to get him to start a cult. There's big money in cults, but he won't. Don't because he will, and it will be successful. I know. I want to. I want to be in <laughs> on the ground floor. <laughs> Wait, we're all masons. We're already in a cult. With you dying. Haven't you ever read a cult? Dying rich. The inside people die rich. Wearing funny shoes and far off country. Do they have red hats? They have dark sunglasses and drink Kool-Aid. That guy bought like an entire country. Or they start a church and, you know, have three really big yachts that float around the Mediterranean just outside of, or just inside international waters. Yeah. Ridiculous, eh? Ridiculous oh, making that much money off the Lord. <laughs> I'm not going to say anything more hey. about that because otherwise our podcast is going to get just doxed the shit out of <laughs> Yeah, Jesus probably. would wear a Rolex on his television show, We're sir. bringing up Scientology, John. We were talking about the Mormon vessel, like on the expanse, not, not anything to do with. Yeah. Yeah. Not religious. Give a good chance. Google uh, preachers and sneakers. Oh my God, it's bad. Yep. It's just preachers and sneakers. Preachers and sneakers. All of yeah. these evangelistic preachers that are walking around on their it's pictures of them or whatever walking around by their stage or whatever talking wearing like two thousand dollar shoes yeah and and ten thousand dollar suits and they're and just ridiculous shit. money well there there was the one that uh um you know asked for donations from his church to buy a private jet and then after buying that private jet, he asked for more donations because God wasn't happy with the first one that he bought. He needed a second one. I remember that, but I don't remember who that was. He wasn't one of the big, you know, the ones that you usually like see. But if he had, but if his parish, if, jet, if his like parish gave him two private jets, it's pretty big. What what guy who is like that would stop after one private jet? See, that's I the do. trick. I don't know that he did. And while I disagree with it, obviously, on for every reason, uh, if, if your parish was dumb enough to buy you two private jets, you know, maybe they he is the parish. The really, they're donating it to the parish. They're just donating it to him. Yeah. 100% Tony could be one of those guys if he wanted to. Oh, God. Oh, which is definitely. the thing that kind of scares me. Y'all, y'all want to start a, start a plot to get uh, Tony invested as Pope? <laughs> <laughs> 
see, well, the thing is, though, is that Donna exists, and she would never let him. Yeah. I don't know. There's enough money at play there. She might. <laughs> I've seen I've Reed. seen Tony back down from some pretty fantastic schemes because he briefly thought of his wife, <laughs> <laughs> and then and then and he was like, "Oh, pondered about his own demise." I didn't think this all the way through. Well, I might I die. Mean, she can be very intimidating. She is. What do you mean can be? Well, when she wants to be, most of the time she's smiling and happy. Yeah, until she, she started that selling shirts two years ago. Now I buy a shirt every time I see her. She's usually smiling and happy because she knows she's got Tony, like, steered in the right direction. And mm -hmm. Tony's another human bear. I mean... I mean, you, I guess you have to be kind of intimidating to have tamed, to have tamed Sony. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like he's, he seems like a pretty wild guy in most situations. No, That's right. Any good circus from like the 80s, there was like a tiny, like a, a five foot tall ringmaster. And then yeah. in, in comes a bear on a balloon, like balancing, like trying to not fall off this giant beach ball. Tony's the bear going going the around the circus ball. arena while the ringmaster just stands there and cracks the whip at it. That's what it is. Yeah. Tony's just pedaling around with his little fez on and oh, boo. <laughs> She's in the middle. Anyway, uh, now talking about Tony Sex in his bedroom. <laughs> Oh, the Tony podcast. Um, I guess he's not listening, or he would have popped on by now. Yeah, that was kind of the whole point. Eh? To try to get trying him to conjure him. him. Yeah, I thought if you said his name three times, he appeared. Apparently not. No, no, no. That's 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 Bob, and we're not going to do that tonight. Nope, not testing that one. <laughs> Next topic. Well, that would be Grand Sensor Bob. Yeah. Um, you mean Grand Sensor Bob? No. Sensor <laughs> Bob. Stop it now. Somebody mute him. Mute him. Oh shit! Hey Jamie, when you're not waiting, what do you do? You Bob. <laughs> when you're not waiting, you Bob. <laughs> nice. Oh shit. So, is there any other Masonic? Nope. Nope. Not from my point of view. No. Nope. We got installations happening. Tornadoes. Yeah. No, I think they already went by. Thankfully, so. Tornadoes or installations? <laughs> well, a little each. Yes. I've managed to avoid getting installed into two other lines in New York, right? And stepped out gracefully-ish, and now I have less things to do. Hmm. So you all, you guys that are getting installed, have fun in getting installed. Speaking of, Jeff, this is your uh, moment for, yeah. uh, you know, all, all, all time in history. If you have anything you want to say before you get installed, now is the time. No, I don't want anything being held against me. Well, I'm making through the year. Because if you see it after you get installed, so that's all the stuff you're when you get installed. Got it. <laughs> okay. Uh, man, I'm I'm good. I'm looking forward to it, but I'm I'm just glad we've got a good core group of guys because I I don't know how well I how well I do without it. Yeah. You know, so uh, I I like that you know that everybody was willing to pick up the various um. Uh, like committees and stuff like that that they have been that that definitely takes a lot of uh, a lot of weight off my mind in terms of how things are going to go. So 
That's nice. Nice to have support when you're in the role. That's for sure. Yeah, you need you want to be after to have a good supporting cast. For yeah. Sure. Yeah. <clears throat> Well, Harlan, what you smirking at, bud? Another email about uh, about my favorite subject this week. Tornadoes? No. Uh, that was over the weekend. That was Bears. before the internet caught on fire. <laughs> with the Apache Log4j library. I know some of those words. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> never heard them all in one oh, sentence like that before. right i've never heard them used that way together before but there was ask a helicopter in there ask your cousin how it's how it's going for him i'm sure he's roped into this somehow i've, I've not heard from him so i I've he's probably been busy drowning in this shit probably about right, like office. you say well you know that company that he got moved to got bought by another company and his department moved i don't know yeah, that's kind of how this works too. But yeah, uh, he works in software, so he's all over the place. They get billion jobs. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing I miss the most about that job. If I was doing that right now, I wouldn't have to deal with a lot of this. They're like the, I mean, the one group of people that can quit their job can. and have another job after lunch. You're qualified. But yeah. yeah, why don't you just stop doing the other aspect of it? uh student loans because you want double the money that's why <laughs> yeah what it's not it's it's not just one. you want to own your own island harlan just say it it's needed you want ten thousand people to drink kool-aid and die <laughs> looking at you wearing cool sunglasses no that that's that yes that's true but that's not why i don't go back to it though. i've got tony helping me out with that angle we're all gonna go out in a blaze of glory they would they would follow tony off the cliff yeah, Tony will be the face. Harlan will be the brains. I'm a little surprised he hasn't started a church. Honestly, yeah. No, we're not. We're not doing that here. All right, okay. you're listening to episode 289 yeah. of the After Lodge podcast. Uh, you can find the show notes for this or any previously published episode at www.afterlodge.com. Find us on Facebook or Twitter at After Lodge. Shoot us an email at afterlodge at gmail.com. Hang out with A Davis and Jeff Rowe. Uh, on IRC at irc.snoonet.org, outside Freemasonry. Uh, that's it. Uh, Reddit, some of these guys are on Reddit, but Chuck's gone and Bruce's handle is super secret. John forgot his. And, it's not yeah. secret. I just don't know it. Yeah. I guess that uh, makes it super secret. Nobody knows it. And I am. I, am I mean, don't you have like three so. just on the After Lodge subreddit that hasn't been updated See, in over a year? Like way back in the day when you made a Reddit account, it didn't make you like save your password or anything or set up like a password recovery. If you forgot your password, you just lose that account. Back oh, when really? Reddit was the front page of the internet and not a wannabe corporate custodian. Yeah, no, that, was a, that was a long time ago. Yeah. Which is why I'm not there anymore. But I mean, uh, if you want to hear more of my rants about Reddit, there's several episodes worth of them. Uh, well, yeah, around I mean, November of last year, stuff is still on there. I assume Reddit doesn't delete stuff, so all of our old I, I and comments and oh yeah, the entire After Lodge subreddit is, is yeah, absolutely still there. We didn't, I was just looking at it the other day. We didn't say anything about the wrong political topics, so all of our stuff is still there. <laughs> also, yes. Yeah, you can you can talk about all sorts of heinous and offensive things as long as it doesn't uh, interfere with the 
corporate lobbying narrative. So Plus it's not moderated at all. So go yeah. nuts. Well, don't may, maybe don't do that though. Um, <laughs> somehow I feel like we would still be held responsible. Come on, Arlen, get us deleted. And that subreddit. Allow us to be deleted, Harlan. Just allow it to happen. Grandkids. I, I I would delete us now. I don't want that's Jason. None story. of us are on that subreddit. What does it matter? You know what? I think Jason Jason's the accounts the one. It's, it's Jason. Anyway, you guys go nuts. We'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Thanks for listening. Roger. See ya. <laughs>